안녕하세요. You're listening to Four f r o m On One podcast. Welcome back to another Four f r o m On One podcast. We are in the middle of May. It's almost halfway through the year, boys. Can you believe it? We're almost in June. Gio, how are you, buddy? I'm great, man. It's good. Yeah. Life is great. Yeah. Is your 2020, 2022 going better than your previous couple of years? You know what? It really has. Yeah, I'm just in a good place right now. I got to thank my lucky stars for everything that I have in my life. So yeah, yeah of course lucky. you got, got your new son. So that's obviously yeah, um, everything's going good. Definitely a plus. What about you, Hock Jun? How's your yeah. 2022 going? Well, I'm I'm settling up. Um, although I'm settling down to this new company, so yeah. which is good. And well, yeah. I think I told you before, as a um, in person, um, my two depths are ready to go. So I'm gonna be death free in July. So hey, hey, that's good to hear. I didn't great. realize you have a new job. Congratulations! Yeah, congrats. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know you started yeah. a new job. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean the um, I'm I uh, I moved to this job uh, last year, but um, like. Oh. I think I'm settling down now. Ah, uh, you're so, finally finding your yeah. space. Oh, well then I take my yeah, congratulations yeah, yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. That didn't happen. <laughs> That's all right. It's good to. It's good to right. on removing the debt. How about that? It's very heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Keith? Yeah, it's good. Like it's interesting. Like especially the next three months, I'm really excited about getting this. Uh, finishing this contract, but I'm also scared a little bit about uh, I got so much to do, pack up my place. What am I going to sell? What am I going to get rid yeah. of? Uh, That's when I'm, the anxiety starts to like sink in, like less mm, than like 30 days or something. Yeah. Yeah, and like it is yeah. like it is. It's a life that I can always come back to, especially if I do find a someone and settle down because free rent. It's amazing, like you know, like and it's pretty good life here in Korea. It's safe. It's easy. So maybe I need to go exploring to come back and appreciate the life that I have right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just need some freedom for what bit of bit of time. Go see my family. So yeah, it's getting exciting. Yeah, in summertime. When when's your summer break, boys? Mine's at the end of July. When's yours, Gio? I would assume mine's the same time. They didn't give me an official date. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. End of July. What about you, Hock Jun? You got a break coming up? Um. Actually, I can choose like five days. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think he has the opportunity to, yeah, yeah, select his dates. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there's, so yeah, that's good. There's a possibility that we might try to do something together. Uh, I think. Yeah, sure. That would be cool. So that's all exciting. Awesome. So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about um, some places in the world or in Korea that uh, surprised us. That was actually really, really good. I've got a couple of places mm-hmm. that people told me not to go to and don't bother. And I guess it depends on the people you're with and the moment. And I had a great time, yeah. So positive podcast this week, and then we're going to end off with a couple mishaps, some things that not traveling for what two, three years. I'm worried about. I would make some. I, I believe I was a very experienced traveler up until like three years ago, four years ago, till I settled down here in Korea. But I'm worried I'm going to, you know, make mistakes when I start traveling. So we're going to talk about some mishaps, some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So let's yeah. let's talk about a place that 
surprised you. Like you didn't have high expectations and just, wow, that was good. Gio, do you want to start off? Yeah. So let's jump over the EC if we can metaphorically yeah. to Japan. In yeah. 2015, I had went there uh, for Chusak. And I know I briefly discussed this last time. The city is called Arashiyama. And it's actually just to the west of the city of Kyoto. And what made this place really nice is I selected it because I didn't want to kind of be in Kyoto. I kind of want to be sort of more on the rural side. And everybody just kind of flocks those popular areas. So I kind of want to be out by myself. Um, but what made it so nice, because not only did they have the little, like, little, like, small little towns, villages, everything was just kind of preserved. Yeah. Because I didn't know this, like, Kyoto used to be the former capital of Japan, right? It wasn't always Tokyo. It used to be Kyoto way back in the day. Um, so it's very, like, a historical place, a lot of, like, temples around there. Um, and everything's just kind of preserved sort of to where, like, you kind of feel like you're back in time, especially yeah. when all, like, the tourists and women are, just, like, wearing their kimonos and kind of just roaming the streets. You have, like, all the markets and vendors. Mm. It just made the scene completely tranquil. I mean, it probably would have been more glorious if I were there during, like, the spring season to witness the cherry blossoms that flow over the river. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, and they actually have this very historic little trolley. There's like this one tiny little station. It's like the 20s or 30s, and it takes you directly into the heart of Kyoto from Arashiyama. That sounds awesome. Yes. Japan's definitely on my list to go to. I, we actually been talking to Hokjun about it. If, I think they're slowly talking yeah. about opening up their country. Um, so just holding out to see what happens. But yeah, yes. that sounds awesome. Kyoto, Osaka, they're all on the list to do. My point of view... Uh, city of New York was kind of like surprising because yeah. you know I always see uh, New York as like really busy, like busy and like crazy people all like all the time. You can't take subway train because it is so, uh, what should I say, so tough. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, like bad boys are there, and then like they try to rip you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was quite surprising that like New York City is more um, organized and the subway train is what should I say very um, usable. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't as yeah. intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. I enjoyed New York. Like people, obviously, you worried about crowds and it's probably the number one destination. It may arguably in America. I, I had the same worries, but I've, I've been twice and I enjoyed it both times, yeah. Did you find a good pizza joint? Uh, yeah, I, I went to the uh, Italian one. It was yeah. great. It was, They're all Italian. Um, I know, right? Which one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one that claims to be the original one? Okay. What year did you I, go? I, well, uh, 2019. The moment I always think about when I go to New York, we're bike riding through the, uh, the park, the... Um, Central Park. Central Park. Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> We're just riding a bike. It's a bit, I shouldn't be laughing, but another guy sped past us in the bike, and this chipmunk or a squirrel mm -hmm. ran across the oh. bike path and got caught in the back wheel and just bang, 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 bang. Oh. And Jeez, that's, that's my memory of New York. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> that hey, one in a million that's surprising chance. indeed. That's right. Yeah. right on. It is surprising. Yeah. Well, I'll stay with my first one. I'll stay in America. And actually, Gio's home country is a place that really shocked me. And I really want to go back there and spend a bit more time there. Uh, I was only there for two nights. Is New Orleans in around the Bourbon Street area. Uh, 
I, to I be honest, I didn't exceed, I didn't have much idea about it. I just knew New Orleans from the hurricane. And um, I got to, I was going there to join a cruise ship that I was meant to join up to. And they made a mistake. I was only meant to have one night there, but they stuffed up my flight. So I had two nights there. Two nights, three nights, free accommodation in a nice apartment. And I spent two nights in oh. Bourbon Street. Have you ever seen Bourbon Street, Hopjun, on the TV or anything? No, I, 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 I didn't. But um, I, I really love the, the name of the street, the Bourbon Street. <laughs> I thought you would. Oh, man. How, yeah. how I would describe it to you. Have you been to Vegas, Las Vegas? Uh, no, but no? Um, okay. I have this image of, you know, the media that I have. Yeah, so how I would describe it is Las Vegas, instead of Las Vegas, Las Vegas is like a kilometer long, two kilometers long. Bourbon Street is like two, yeah. three blocks of the same All vibe right. all together. Oh, really? Every, every pub's got like live music, um, cheap drinks, good food, yeah. good vibe. And yeah, it, it was so much fun. I've always said that if I was to have a bachelor party, I'd take, I'll go to mm. Bourbon Street rather than Vegas. It would be nice. Oh. Yeah. Very classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of uh, cruise uh, staff got fired from the days out in Bourbon Street. But you know, the grenades, okay. there's these mm. grenades that it's like a shot. It's like a cocktail. Okay. You have one or two of those and you're stuffed. So crew mm. crew would come back on the cruise ship too drunk and they get fired and they just get sent away. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, New Orleans. Gio, you got another one? I do. So when we think of this one's all the way out to Southern Sea now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, on the map. No, <laughs> so this is Southern Sea. The one by uh, the Philippines. Oh, okay. That's Southern Sea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I guess. So, you know, when you think of the Philippines, what comes to mind? Manila, Cebu, yeah. Yeah. all the hot spots for Koreans, right? So this island that I went to, or the city, is actually called Puerto Galera. It's on the island of Mindoro, which is about two hours southwest of Batangas, which is a port city. Now, what made this place so surprising? Because I just assumed that every single island was just going to be packed to the brim of tourists just all over the place. But actually, what was nice about Puerto Galera is that, although it's still kind of packed, it's more locals than it actually is tourists. Like, it's actually, at least the resorts I stayed at, they're kind of hidden away, kind of like on this little cove yeah. to where you're kind of just like facing, like, just like the north of the island. And it's nothing but open waters that yeah. stretches for like miles, just crystal clear blue water, white sandy beaches. I'm sure majority of the Philippines are like this. <laughs> um but what made it just kind of just so magical was just the fact that just behind it was like this little trek, like trails you can actually take to go down to like the local like like city, like the local like neighborhood and towns. Yeah. And you just like interact with the locals and you just kind of see like their way of life and how they kind of live and the fact that they've been there for, you know, centuries. And I don't know, they just kind of adapt with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. They kind of just adapt with the times and um, they're very welcoming and open to tourists since they kind of boom their economy. So yeah. it's actually really nice. Yeah, it's definitely on the fun. list for me to go. It's actually, I just quickly looked up Laton, Laton yeah. the pig. Laton, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I think I heard that. Yeah. Or are they like, where are the they crispy roasting? The pig, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. On the spit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah on the spit, they like, buried it in the sand so that it can saturate yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely on my list to go to. Have you got another place that shocked you? Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm. It was, it was way, what should I say, way chaotic mm. than I expected. 
Yeah. In Hong Kong, there are so many people walking around, so many people. When you go anywhere, people are there. So right. <laughs> very busy. <laughs> yeah, that's very busy. But um, I one thing I really loved, loved was the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Hong Kong food was surprisingly tasty. And you know they're they're, they're using like lots of types of spices and their weather, their vibe. They're, like people are passing by, and then I'm I'm eating outside. Everyone's very chaotic, you know. The uh, but it was delightful. The the food was delightful. All right, my next one sort of sort of will go on to the next theme. I had a bit of a travel mishap. I I think I talked about it once that uh, when the Canucks made the Stanley Cup. They, I met some Canadians when I was in Sevilla and uh, we were watching the game and got very drunk and I missed my bus to go to Granada and I was like, oh crap, what am I going to do? And there was a bus leaving straight away to go to Madrid. I'm like, everyone in the hostel was telling me, don't bother with Madrid, don't go to Madrid, don't go to Madrid. I was like, oh, well, there's a bus going, I might as well go. There's quick- <laughs> I'm going to Madrid. <laughs> so I jumped on a bus and I went to Madrid yeah. and I spent like yeah. three nights there, four nights there. I had the yeah. amazing time. Again, I met really cool people in the hostel and it is in the middle of Spain. They call it like, it's hot. It was hot, but yeah. I had a great time. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite places in Spain. It's uh, just probably because with the people I was with, maybe if I didn't have that those people, uh, maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. But... Company really makes all the difference. Yeah, and it was a good yeah. time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Madrid um, is a great city. Great nightlife. Again, very historical, seeing the palaces. and yeah. It's amazing. It's very magical. So it's just like yeah. people say, we, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a city by other people's opinions because your opinion could be totally different. So yeah. don't give everything a go. Like... Sticking to Europe, there is a city, um, a small, tiny city, like a little medieval city hidden in Tuscany. It's actually hid away from most tourists. Yeah. It's actually the city of Lucca. Yeah. Now, we actually stumbled upon Lucca driving into Italy. It's just, uh, it's just northeast from Pisa. Um, but the, what was nice about Lucca is, like, again, it's preserved. It's actually surrounded by like these stone walls that date back to like medieval times and yeah. actually it just completely surrounds the city and by evening they actually closed the gates off to the public so we actually got an airbnb inside the city and it's like you're back in the renaissance like you still have the nice couples on streets these little cathedrals built in like the 15th 14th centuries yeah and um everything's preserved they had the nice little um kind of like little amphitheater and we would just kind of just buy, buy bottles of wine by we my family and i we <laughs> bought these bottles of wine we just stroll the streets, order pizza, just listen to the dialect. And it was just hidden. And like every time we went somewhere else in Italy, it's like, wow, like nothing really compared to like Luca. Cause everything was just so damn busy and tourists were just mm-hmm. everywhere flocking to the same places. And again, I highly recommend anybody, if you ever want to travel through Europe, just rent a car, drive through the countryside, see all the hidden gems that there is to offer. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah, is Luca the one that they got these little towers? Like not little, they're quite big. Is that Luca? It's got they the have there, yeah. Because you see, there was actually two towers there. You can yeah. actually go up and see all the red terracotta roof. Yeah, I think above. I've been there. Yeah, and in the evenings they actually have all the locals that like stroll on. They take these walks along those big. I don't know how many feet they are. I don't know how many meters, but they're they're pretty tall. I love Italy. Italy, like especially like you said, those little country towns, like 
coming from Australia, which is only 230 years old, and all these yep, country right? towns, and yeah. they're all so majestic. You can see why people get romantic around them and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the I literally just touched everything. Everything. It was me. Like, yeah, touch this, touch this, touch this, touch this, touch this. Just like, how long has this been here? I got to touch it. <laughs> you know, every little thing, every little stone, every little door handle, I was just touching, like, touch, 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 touch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Silly as that sounds. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah. One more foreign place, and I'm going to do quickly do a quick one in Korea. But I think with I'll just quickly say Colombia. Gio, you mentioned Colombia. I think last week or the week before. I didn't know mm-hmm. you went there also. I yeah. think uh, it has the potential to be a huge uh, tourist place because you got the beaches, you got beautiful beaches, you got the jungle, you got the cities, you got different types of cities, new and old. Um, so Colombia is an awesome place in South America. You, when you you got to be careful, but it's not as dangerous as people think, as long as you be smart and stay in around the popular areas. But if they can make that country a little bit safer, lose the stigma a little bit, it's in the prime position to be a really big country with tourism. It's north of South America, it's south of Central America, um, mm-hmm. and they got all the different landscapes that you would want to visit. Yeah. So Columbia, Columbia is definitely return. Yeah, hit the um, beach. The beach areas, Cartagena, Cali, yeah. I would love like own a little bar on the beach, one of those bars. Yeah, right. That's that's my retirement plan. Yeah, that'd be Mm -hmm. cool. Yep. And then I got one in Korea. Quickly, quickly do my one in Korea is um, Gyeongpo. I think I pronounced Mm. that okay. Tokjun. Yep. Yep. Korean approved. (laughs) (laughs) So Gyeongpo, (laughs) I'm going to pronounce it wrong now, but uh, is on the east coast and it's just yep. Sokcho is more popular for everyone everyone seems to go to Sokcho it's a bit south and southern south than that it's near Gangnam station train station KTX yep. station and I stayed there during the winter olympics I mentioned that I went to the winter olympics and it was mm-hmm. in the middle of winter so obviously I didn't go swimming but it's a beach town <laughs> uh but yeah. the vibe was really great it had a good uh foreign and korean mix pack parties and um the beach parties were fun oh, uh the beach looks really nice and i'm sure in summertime we, i haven't been there in summertime we'd like to go there in summer uh for a swim and stuff oh. and it actually had some yeah. waves i'm sure yeah. some people do surfing out that way and yeah and yeah, great yeah. seafood great seafood I, i'm not a seafood expert but i enjoyed some seafood out that way too yeah you gotta you gotta go uh in some Kyongpo in summertime is really great like the water is like cool enough, but not that cool. Oh, uh, so hit a jam in Korea. Yeah. Yichan. Yeah. Uh, so Yichan is a little uh, south from Seoul. Uh, it's near to Yongin. And Yichan is really known for rice. Yeah. Cecilia rice. Yes. Uh, what people don't know about Yichan is King Sejong's city. Yes. And in Yichan, they have like great parks. Uh, great campsite. Uh, it is not well known yet. So if you like to, you know, go outside and having a camping with your friend or by yourself or your friends, yeah, just go now. The weather is great now. Mm-hmm. People are have no idea. Just go there. Yeah, it sounds good. Great. Both of my mistakes I'll quickly um, go through happen at the airport. Airport always uh-huh. things go yeah. wrong. I've lost, I got airport. lost bags in Colombia, but that's not what I'm going to say. I came back from South Africa from the World Cup and I just mm-hmm. got a 
during the Africa World Cup, I got my job on a cruise ship, my very first job. I flew back to London. Well, I was meant to get back to London, uh, get my visa and fly to Miami. So when I got back to London, I didn't have an exit flight because I had needed to get my visa first before I got my flight. So I got all the way back to London from South Africa. My money's draining by now. And the immigration officer gave me hell because I didn't have an exit flight. I was like, I showed him like, I got a job offer. I got my meeting with the US embassy. I just need to get my visa. Then I'll book my flight and get out here. It was within a week. And he, he stressed the shit out of me. <laughs> I was, he's like, no, I'm going to send you back to South Africa. I'm like, no, oh my please, God. Please don't, yeah. please don't do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he scared the hell out of me. And then the second one at the airport is, uh, I must've been flying maybe to Berlin or something. I had a flight. It went to Frankfurt and I would, whatever airport I was in, I had plenty of time. I was watching movies on my laptop I was so chilled. I got duty free, casually walk into the terminal when it's about time to go. And when I looked up the time and Frankfurt, whatever the time was, say it's 6.30 and Frankfurt, I got to the gate and I was like, I don't remember this being the airplane company. There was two Frankfurt flights leaving exact same time, totally different mm. companies. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God. And of course my flight was leaving from the other terminal. Yeah, that's yeah. that also scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh my. You yeah. home alone did, huh? You're like, yeah, the whole way on. there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Keith, you idiot. You idiot. You had yeah. so much time to figure this out. You idiot. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, read the boards more. I, I had like little accident when I uh, visited Saipan. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was dating this girl uh, at that time. And then she can speak a little bit of Chinese. Okay. This is very important on my story. So, so uh, we went to a, a state night. I we uh, we just parked our car on the like uh, just outside of restaurant because they told us to park there. So after we finished our meal, we go, uh, we went to a, a bar and then had some bourbons and have some like beers and cocktail because um uh we went to a car and the car got towed away the guy can't speak english uh, the guy was chinese yeah. and then like we we cannot you know talk through like like we tried to give him uh some money and then you know like fine or the like toffee everything like we just wanted to pay it right now and then you know take car back and then you know we have to have put our stuff and go back to airport so yeah. my girlfriend tried to speak chinese and then she pretended like she's she, she's a, a chinese american who cannot speak proper chinese well, all right and then okay pay me up and then go <laughs> so what that was very, very first time I ever flew to Japan was uh, in 2012, and I was flying to Tokyo. Well, I didn't really, it was at Narita Airport, it's nowhere near Tokyo, right? Uh, so when you land there, it's probably like maybe an hour, two hours east of the city. So you take the bullet train in, and then once I got the bullet train in, I stupidly did not download any maps. I didn't have any phone plans or any like data, you know, yeah. traveling. And so I had to find my hostel in the middle of Tokyo. So when I got to the local lines, like anything, well, I also realized like there's nothing in English in Japan. It's not a very English-friendly kind of place, right? Oh, really? So all signs are in Japanese, which makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So here I am like an idiot, just kind of animating my animal, like which line I'm just going to jump on, right? So I just kind of throw myself into the, the den of lions and I just jump on these yeah. trains and I'm just like zooming all over the place. So I'm like stuck. <laughs> like two, three hours are going by and I'm just hopping from one platform to the next, just asking anybody if they can help me. But just like, sorry, no English, you know? So they got to the point where I just had to kind of throw on my phone and just kind of call the hospital, like eating through like my international data charges, which is like probably like 200 bucks a minute, you know, yeah. until eventually I found the place. That was the first one, right? So always be prepared. Know where the hell you're going to go <laughs> and just be prepared. The second time that, um, I went to Japan, I uh, remember I told you guys I flew from Guam and I lost my passport at the yeah. airport. Yeah, yeah so I won't go into that, but that was the second worst time. And the third time, Every time I would travel to a different country, I would always bring 500 bucks with me or about the equivalent, right? But what I didn't realize, this is going back to the first time in Japan, was that when I brought 500 bucks, clearly it wasn't enough because Japan is just a super expensive place. It's an island, right? Everything's kind of imported, right? So it got to a point like I just, I ran out of cash. Yeah. I, it got so bad. Like wow. I was trying to just find like coins on the floor, just like anything. Like I didn't bring any extra money. I didn't bring, I, I left my wallet at the hostel. I only had my credit cards. I didn't want to touch the credit cards. It was like an emergency. So I was literally just like, finding any change on the floor, any Korean one I found in my pockets. I just gathered it, ran to the nearest uh, currency exchange just to kind of exchange it. I took a cab. Another thing, cabs are super expensive as well. I took a cab heading back. This is, I was in Arashiyama. And I was probably just after midnight and I was drinking with a couple buddies, not even buddies. I met them. They were teachers and uh, on their Chuseok break as well, but we were drinking, but they were staying in Kyoto. So I took this cab, which was about like an hour away. And I passed out like 20 minutes in, like it was already like 30 bucks. Like the cab already hit 30 bucks in the minute. That's all I had in my pocket. And I was like, oh my God, like, which means like, sorry, I think in Japanese, I was like, we have to stop here. And so I just gave them the remaining money that I had. And I was just dropped off like cornfields in the middle of the night. In like middle of nowhere, like in the dark, there was like no yeah. lights. So I thought, okay, so I have to walk my butt to my Airbnb in Arashiyama. And so I was just kind of, you know, lost, disoriented, drunk, but I just found my way. I just, just, there was only one road. I just followed the, the cab's headlights yeah. or taillights, excuse me, until I kind of just found some railroad tracks and then just kind of stumbled upon this, this town and eventually I found the place, but it's just scary, you know, yeah. it's scary just one traveling alone is being kind of lost mm. so yeah especially before internet days or like early internet days when you didn't uh-huh. start on your phone like i used to draw i think i've said this but like i used to buy the lonely planet books and then i'd trace the map onto oh, yeah. a piece of paper and like yeah right, i gotta go yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sometimes the <laughs> yeah, lonely planet yeah. map didn't go to where That's i wanted funny. to go so i had to go yeah find that extra little bit on the internet or something and like yeah that's the first thing i would every hostel i check out grab the local map and just tell me all right where are the points of interest i would literally just carry this freaking map and just circle every single place (laughs) and like line every single place where i needed to go and i put a star on the hostel like you are here kind of like that and then i would go from there but nowadays yeah you said forget about wi-fi is everywhere you got papago to translate real-time translation so it's a different world now it really is and Hakjun, and you, you mentioned yours. You're a pretty good traveler, I understand. You don't have any issues? <laughs> oh, he's prepared. He's well, flawless. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really agree with you. You know, yeah. like there's no not not enough preparedness when you're traveling a, another country. And Hakjun, have you got a, another story? Yeah, I got uh, one other story. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's the last month of my Australian life. I I took a road trip with my friend. Uh, 
Wululu, which is the uh, the biggest rock in the whole world, is uh, located in the cent right center in the Australia. So it is surrounded by the desert. And I was driving the um, on the like kind of like smooth off road. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was having having fun of it, and then boom, it crushed. You idiots! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a Tokyo idiot. drift yeah. there, huh? Into the rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Mr. Wolf Creek came. Uh, yeah. Damaged, but um, the so we tried to lift the car and then change the tire at least one tire, one tire, you know, three tire can make the car go. Yeah. So I was jacking up my car, and the the car jack got broke. Uh, SUV full of Aborigine. Uh, came oh, okay. by and then you know they they lift our car and then you know help us change tires and then we were so happy we just okay what do what do you guys want I, you know obviously we cannot uh, speak through our languages so um we were using like body languages like so whatever you want you can have it and then you know they were asking my ASCII Gia do you know what ASCII is ASCII. what the hell is that <laughs> it's, it's like a oh. ice box. Ice. Oh, like a cooler? A cooler, yeah. Yeah, cooler. Oh, okay. Yeah, ice boxes in Korea, yeah, it's cooler. Oh, okay. Um, boys, good stories. I'm excited to go traveling. Uh, I definitely want to go to Japan, and I think yeah. Philippines is on the list. I have a word. I have a question. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the word. Uh, what is okay. the word for, like, unlucky or, like, misfortune? So it's a bruheng in Korean, uh, which, yeah, which straight, straightly means unlucky yeah okay unlucky or unhappy unlucky. Nice. Yeah. so you know the uh expression of hangbokada, right hangbok. yeah it's like happy so it's the opposite uh, oh Hakjun, it's good to hear you soberly telling us a story this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> to have you back i'm sorry that i was super drunk no, that's right man no, I'm joking. i look forward I to having a drink with you <laughs> i'm counting out the too, days yeah. maybe All right uh, and geo we're trying to get you coming out for your birthday as well so i look forward yeah. to hang, hanging out with your boys soon yeah subscribe and enjoy our podcast please later yeah. lads have a good night gentlemen yeah have a good night guys Good night. thank you